This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Let me see if in a few minutes I can just talk about how to end a bad season and start a good one. Daniel chapter 2, verse 21. Before we take our seat, let's read together. Even though we started by establishing the fact that life is cyclical in nature, God moves from one cycle to another. However, the Bible says, He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and set up kings. God's, one of God's operations is to change times and seasons. He commanded in Genesis 8, verse 23, or from 21 down, 22 and 23 precisely, why the earth remains, seed, time and harvest will not cease. Even though God has said that there will be seasons, God is also in the business of changing seasons. And one of the things we said in the past is what Sir Isaac Newton said, that an object will remain in a state of rest or will continue in the same linear motion on, on, except it is acted upon by a force. In other words, nothing changes by itself. And that time changes nothing. It is an action. Hey. Is somebody with me? So let's just take from this Daniel that God changes times and season. Now, when I'm in a season of wilderness and I want a change, how do you change an unfavorable season to a good one? It's also this technology that you use to maintain a, a good season. Some seem not to be having a bad time at all. If challenges come at all, they come and they disappear as if nothing has happened to them. Why some people perpetually remain in the wilderness of life, in the prisons of life, in the pits of life, pits where there is no water? And it's from one calamity to another, one ugly story after another, there is always a season upon them. They seem to be in a state where things are not the way it should be forever. If they think that with time, something will change. No. The word of God must guide us to see how people affected changes. This I'm about to share briefly. Listen. Even though the Lord had given me this message, which I said last week, I will go this way. But I don't know whether it was yesterday or two days ago that I was listening to Pastor Benny. And was talking about when he was a young minister. When the testimony they read today was being read, it just flashed like that. Many Christians don't know that you can begin a cycle of miracles, testimonies and breakthrough by yourself. They think it's up to God to wake up one day when he does not sleep or slumber and finally say that, well, so I started this by saying that certain things are in God's calendar for your life. But those are small, so those are are not very many things, and they are like 
assignments and goals and visions. But when it comes to personal progress and development, for instance, I can wake up today now and say, I want to go for PhD. Now, I've done some master courses. I can wake up and say, I want to do PhD. If I choose to, God will not say, so it's not up to God. Whether I'm going to have PhD or not is whether I decide to or I don't want to. Too many things that God has given man power to change. But man is waiting for God to do something about what he is waiting for them to do something about. So Pastor Benny said, he was in this state. He was about to marry. Thank God. And that is the assignment I'm fulfilling this morning for his father-in-law who spoke into his life. When he met his wife, he was about to marry the wife, went to meet the father-in-law, he said he was in debt and things were upside down. He was owing about $200,000 as a minister. This tells people straight away. As at that time, he was already bringing up people from wheelchair. Miracle power is not a substitute for what you should know about prosperity. In the realm of the spirit, one day I will tell you 21 laws of the spirit realm. Spirit realm can be very unforgiving. In the realm of the spirit, light is knowledge. You are as old as the light that you have. They don't reckon with your physical age in the realm of the spirit. Because number one, you can't intimidate anybody with your age. Angels are far older than you. The most powerful angels in heaven are the ones closest to the throne of grace. Others cover their faces because of the light coming from God. The Bible says it dwells in, in a light where no man can approach. You'll become blind. The light is too much. That's why they have six uh, uh, wings. Bible said that two, they cover their face. Two, they cover their body. And two, they fly. Because when you are in the presence of this one, they call the Holy One. You must cover your eyes. Nobody can see him. He told Moses, the best I can show is my back. You can't see me and leave. Because God is light. And it's not this kind of sunlight. When John saw Jesus, he said, he saw a light brighter than the sun. You can't be all such a thing. Now, in the spirit, they measure your age by the amount of light you are walking in. Because the more enlightened you are, the older you are in the spirit, the wiser and the deeper you are. Are you with me? This is why someone like Jesus Christ, Jesus was crucified when he was 33. Started his ministry when he was 30. Around 31, 32, we look at Mary Magdalene, who was supposed to be his mother, and say, daughter, I'm going to... He was not speaking as Jesus of Nazareth. He was speaking as a man full of Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Holy Ghost has no age limits. So Jesus will call. Saw the woman who had been bending over for years in the temple. Said, woman, bend up the woman in the hill. They called them daughter. And they were older than him. <laughs> oh, Christ, that's solid. <laughs> well, he operated as a man. I would have said that, well, he's older than anybody. But he operated as a man that time. Boy, man, full of Holy Ghost. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You have to understand. So I said that to say, one truth you know does not make up for a truth that you do not know in the realm of the spirits. So you might know the truth about casting out devils, but then you might not know the truth about prosperity. There are many people I know cast out devils, but their marriage is in shambles. One truth to know, it, they, they are the reason people even doubt Christianity. It's a pastor 
Yet he comes home and he beats his wife. And they know it's not a fake pastor using juju. He's a real pastor. After 21 days, that doesn't stop the slap. When she says something. It is because one truth does not make up for another. And that you are a good man operating the fruit of the spirit does not make up, does not automatically mean that you'll be powerful. That's why in the school of the spirit, faith and faithfulness are two different things. Somebody can be faithful and, ask no, and still have no faith. We have many parents faithful to God till death, yet many uh, oppressions of the enemies are there because it takes faith to block the arrows of the devil, not faithfulness. God loves faithfulness, but faithfulness does not directly address Satan. Did you get what I've just said now? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus said to Peter, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Keys. There are many doors, so you need many keys. He didn't say keys, he said keys of the kingdom. How many keys do you have? That determines how many doors you can open in the spirit. Are you with me? Yes, sir. <laughs> Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. <laughs> are you following me? Yes, so, one truth known. And Jesus said, you shall know the truth. So, what sets free? He didn't say the truth shall set free. King James Paul Translation put that with the audience. Translation says, you shall know the truth. The truth will make you. It will make you set you free. It's inferior to make you free. Make you free means you are a free man. A free man indeed. Hallelujah. When it comes to changing season, we just look to look at people in the Bible. How did they do it? Time will not change it. Demons don't expire with time. They expire by the truth. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So Pastor Benny said, he was just open that one day and the depth kept mouthing. Then he went to see his father-in-law to be there. And the man said that, you want to marry my daughter? I just need to know. How much do you give to God? He said, he told the man that, you know, why can be very blunt? He said, sir, that's none of your business, sir. If you say that to a father-in-law in Nigeria, that's how they, well, you know, they, they, are, they, talk, they talk like that. One of my friends, when we were growing up in school, I mean, he was born in America. And, dad, don't be silly, dad. Don't be silly, dad. Don't be silly, dad. He's the third father like that. If you tell my father, don't be silly, you'll be silly for life. <laughs> my father, they are true with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? And that's how they are teaching our children now. You know, amen. Don't poke your nose into my fears. Hallelujah. Are you, are you, are you with me? Yeah, but we are dealing with, you know, children now, they, they talk, they express themselves freely. Your father will be talking, then you'll be talking. For many of us, father, we appear. You just go to another room. I mean, once you hear the sound of the horn, end of city room, everybody to your old tent, oh Israel. I mean, that. <laughs> I, I, I just wonder why things have changed. I mean, tell your daughter, go and bring something. My daughter, go and bring something. And she will stand before you and say, Where should I put it? You know the typical Yoruba mother's answer. Now put it on my head. But you know, we can't answer them like that. I saw a cat. You don't see TikTok. The father said to the boy, go and bring this. And the boy went to the father. Said, Dad, where should Dad said, put it on my head. And the boy put it on the father's head. And you know what he said? He said, Dad, it's not staying. It's not staying. It's not staying. <laughs> <laughs> so the father faced camera and said, ah, this generation. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know whether our parents just took interest in being very harsh or not. I don't know that time. Mommy, are you, are you, mommy, are you, are, you are back. No, I'm just going. <laughs> Hallelujah. One truth does not make, so you have to know. So he said, the father started saying, so he said, the father said, well, it's my business. The father said, you said what to give to God between you and God. It was between you and God. Now that you come to introduce yourself as the one to marry my daughter, it's now between you, me, and God. He said, because I need to know the person I'm handing over my daughter to. Long and short, the father found out, you are not a tighter. He said, you give emotionally. You give when the message touches you. You are not organized. You are not. He said, that's why you are poor. When the man finished talking with him, something rose inside him. He got back to the office. He said, God led him as a young man. He was a very wise man. His secretary there was a very old woman who only typed with one finger. He said, because he knew that employing a young girl, you are looking for trouble as a bachelor. Otherwise, people walk themselves into trouble. You are starting a ministry as a, as a young man. Your secretary is a lady. You are single. She's single and she's your secretary. They are both writing an application letter to Satan. And he will visit you. You understand what I'm saying? It's not enough to live clean. Let people know that you are clean. Anyway, <laughs> you know, when I was in school, a lady came once and she actually had a problem with her commission for one night. Sometimes between herself and auntie, and then she said, can I pass a night in your room? I said, sincerely, by the grace of God, I trust myself. Staying in my room, nothing will happen. I said, it's not about us. But you see, when you wake up in the morning, as you're about to go, Satan will sponsor somebody. I was a president of fellowship. He will just pass, and he will just see you. All those pass there. And he will have to read that I saw him and the girl. And then when they start like that, you might not be able to, to your reputation, when you are able to dent it anyhow, you might not be able to redeem yourself again. I said, I'm sorry, no. I, will, I said, I will follow you to anywhere. Go and look for a lady that you can stay with. I said, because I made a vow that till I marry, I don't stay under the table with any woman. And I maintain it till I marry. No way. So the first time I visited my parents, I told her, okay, if you go to my parents' house, yes, they will give you a room there with the ladies. I will stay with the guys. So we stay in separate rooms. They are not going to give the two of us the same guest room. No. When we go to my father's house, there are plenty of You go to one room, I go to another room. I will stay with the guys there. You stay with the ladies there. We stay in the morning. God bless you. <laughs> anyway, so when I go away like this, I'm helping somebody. So, amen. If you are not married to somebody, don't go and sleep in his house. Period. If you need where to sleep, come and meet us. We will give you a lady that you can follow home to go and stay in her house. Don't go, don't go there. And if you're a guy, don't allow any lady to sleep over at your place. Don't. It's not, you don't need it. Those people are looking at me. I hope you are not guilty of what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Anyway, the man, he got to the office and he told the secretary, we have $20,000. We are owing $200,000. He said, we are giving out all the money. Oh. And he said, the woman started shaking. When Benny went inside, she took her phone, she called 
landline, called all the board of trustee members, nine of them. They showed up the following morning. That's like, you've lost your mind. That we're all believing God for money and you want to give out the little. He said, well, 20,000, we need 200 and the bill is mounting. We are doing exactly that. He said, seven members of the board resigned that day. They said, I cannot be a part of a, a ministry. We've seen God use you to heal the sea, but at this point, we part ways. Two remain. He said, one of them, very old man from Canada. He said, the man's leg was shaking. He said, B -b 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 Benny, are you sure God said you should do this? He said, if you are sure, I'm going to stay with you. And he stayed. In two months, everything, they signed out the old 20,000. In two months, they were out everything. He said, all of a sudden, checks started coming in. He said, the one that shocked him, the first $1,000 check came from a pastor who once walked up to Benny publicly and said, I hate you and your ministry. The guy wrote it in the letter. I still don't like you, but God said I should give you this 1,000. Does it matter? He said he sat down as a young man. He said, so you are waiting for something to happen. For three years praying, one day, Lord, bless, take care of this debt. Do something. He said nobody told him that he was to start the reaction. That there are things you can start now. And immediately, series of things will begin to happen. Don't pray for harvest if there's no seed inside the ground. That's why the Bible puts it this way. Draw nigh unto God. And he will, who will start it? People don't know that God has done his part. It is man. I believe if Solomon did not offer what he offered that night, God would not appear to him. He had divine appearances two times and they happened the night that he gave extravagant offering. One of the first ways to change seasons is men and brethren sacrifice. I am I'm as raw as I, I will tell you the many three, this is how to change seasons of life. Hi. When heaven reckons with a move you have made, something begins to happen. We have done it as a child, times without number. I've done it as an individual. I cannot explain why until as a child we gave out a million to another ministry and in six weeks, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people gave the child one million, one million. Nobody, there's nobody that can talk me out of this thing. I have seen it times without number that when man begins this, God honors it, you will be shocked that you think your life is quiet. Everything around is quiet because you are quiet. There is a move you make. All of a sudden, you start a chain reaction. In the spirit, they sign. In the physical, things begin to happen. You know what? Some of us, by the grace of God, till the return of Jesus Christ, we never have a quiet day anymore because we have learned to sustain that momentum, to sustain it. So we have we have organized ourselves around it. That is the way I live regularly. If it looks like nothing, immediately I know what to do. What you have been taught by God, you already know. I will just start the process again. If I want to upgrade myself to another level, I know the step to take. I will just start again. One day, I gave 10 million. 
And a group of people gather and got me a car worth over 25 million. And not that I want to tell you, this is what I just did. I have discovered this quiet life. See, God will want me to tell everybody listening to me. You are the one delaying your angels for manifesting. Seasons. You want the season of apostasy. You like testimonies. You want to. So that was what that, that man said also. Imagine. He was beginning to borrow money to pay staff. But he made a vow. And he gave the house waiting. It's like the angels are under instruction to keep waiting over what you are putting down. So you have your market. You go to market to the house sales. Nothing much. The following day again. Uh, nothing much. Nothing much. And you think God is pleased. No. The motion continues because you are yet to apply a force. Number one force is that seed. Sacrifice. As he said, nobody can tell you that go do this or go do that. It is you that will sit down and tear yourself. You just look around and say, what is going on? I am never afraid of giving anything. I have come to realize that it takes me to another level. God has no interest in collecting anything from me. I have everything. I am the one in need. I am the one who understands that I can't stay at a level forever. I cannot stay at a level. I cannot stay at a level. I cannot stay at a level. Recently, I was late to Apostle Michael Ropu when he said that when this heavy load of anointing was going to come upon him, the Lord made the demand that almost one year, everywhere to preach, every money that came to his pocket must be given out to somebody else. You don't know what makes men to write. There is something that Apostle Michael Ropu that I can't say to anybody. If you know the sacrifice people are doing to rise and rise and rise and rise, you will understand that you can actually keep your life on that pedestal where you keep rising every now and then. You will just get angry with a slow life and know that it's not God, it is you. Many people think it's God. I, you know, just, you know, God, you know, and one day, shall he will remember us, he will favor us. Where are the power to change season? It's in their hand and they are sitting over it. Why? Fear. Doubt. Are you getting what I'm saying? I think it was a, a, a Pastor David Ibiome. There was a project they were embarking on. Everything was just, there was a stalemate, and he just, David Ibiome, and he was looking. I said, he told them, I'm going to do it on the I said, write everything and sign it to Bishop Redepo. He said, within a week, he said, what shocked him was that these were the people who are sat in the church hearing him announcing day and night and looking at him. You don't know how many things God has positioned around you, but that they are not responding to you yet. They are there already, but they are not responding yet. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you with me? Did you hear what I've just said now? <laughs> Go and pray and live in this realm. I'll come back to that. Number two, Jesus said in Mark 9, 29, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. There are seasons that people change. Now, listen to me. If it has to do with prosperity, you will have to follow the first one again. You cannot cope with it. Sometimes it is good to use more than one weapon. But what I see people doing in Africa, they love that three days dry. But then, after it, the Lord gives them an instruction. When Abraham was climbing mountain with Isaac, 
it took them a whole day to. That's like fasting for two days. But the instruction was not to fast, was to sacrifice Isaac. Fasting will enable you to hear an instruction. There is a kind of overlap in all of them. And sometimes, if you really want to fight life, use all of them. When I fast for days without eating, I give dangerously also. If you are wife, fight with all of them. Fight life. Mount pressure over life and project yourself above it by using all. There was a threat against them. Anna said that everybody fast for three days. There was a season of judgment pronounced over Nineveh. Everybody fasted for three days and God reversed it. There is something about that three days. Paul was blind for three days. When the when he saw light, that's why he said that light from God can be very, he became blind. And for three days, he locked up himself. By third day, God went to invade Ananias' prayer room. That there is a, a man called Saul of Tarsus. Many of you have never separated yourself for a day before not to call to, to say, this day, phone off, friends off, lock the door of your room and say, I'm not coming out until tomorrow. See, I ask some people at times, are you really serious about life? Some go to forest in the night to worship things, to take political position, to rise in life. Christians sit down. Every day, you can't do without your phone for one hour and you want to rule your world. Brother, you are sorry. They don't rule like that. Only those who have conquered in the spirit will see the physical effect of it. See, the saga, the praise of Pasha, when Daniel started praying and the angel conquered in the spirit realm, bringing an answer, it's reflected. The angel told Daniel that the prince of Gracia will soon come. And Alexander the Great came and overpowered Persian Empire. Persian Empire was the ram. Alexander was the e-goat. The vision that Daniel saw. The angel told Daniel, when I was coming there, prince of Persia withstood me. Michael came to clear the air. In other words, now prince of Persia has been crippled. Persia was ruling the world. After God, their prince in the rebel was the one that sits over the entire world that time. So no nation could fight Xerxes and all of them. But the day Michael defeated the Prince of Persia, Prince of Gracia stood on that seat and on earth, Greece won. Alexander the Great won. The, he didn't know why he was with. Alexander the Great won the whole world because the prince in charge of their nation became the prince that sat in the realm of the spirits. When Moses was looking at it, he said, how shall one chase a thousand and two ten thousand except that they are rock? In other words, before it happened, it was rock versus rock in the realm of the spirit. He said their rock is not like our rock. Our rock defeated their rock. Because our rock defeated their rock in the spirit, in the physical, one of us was conquering 1,000 of them. You want to make one move and it's equal to 10,000 strengths? You must have won in the spirit first. And these are steps to them, I'm telling you. When, Anna, when Esther finished the fast with the people, the guy that wanted to kill them was the one that the king ended up killing. It turned the season around. Fasting. Why did Jesus say this kind? That means there is a kind. There is a part of you that will not imagine. See, yours might not, God might not say you should do three days. It might be a whole day fast, morning and evening. But if you have never separated yourself for at least 24 hours before, to so just say this day, a day is 12 hours day, 12 hours night. That this day and night, I will not talk to anybody for 24 hours except my maker. You have never done that before. 
There is no day in your life that food did not enter your mouth. No day in your life that SMS, what is wrong with you? No day in your life that, and all the SMS, you'll be receiving chats, WhatsApp, whatever up. WhatsApp, this app, this, that app, and it has not added to you. People don't evaluate things. Okay, all these phones that I hold around, that I say I cannot do without, it has not done me much good. Except to greet, check Facebook. So I do it like this, see my swag. I mean, I wonder, when you are serious about life, you ask critical question. There must be a time, phone, you did not come into this world with me, stay. Friends, Jacob did that for one night, an angel appeared. Jacob told the wife, he said, he took them across the gutter, he said, Emalo. He told the children, go. The Bible said, when he was left alone, a man wrestled with him. Genesis 32, 33. There are people here with me. You have never been left alone your life. You're always with somebody. Always one object, one, one person. The Lord is waiting for the day you are alone. Some deep questions about your life. Answers will come. The day you are alone. For some, God only needs you for one vigil alone by yourself. That you lock your door from 11 in the night till 5 a.m., no call, no looking at your phone. You will switch off your phone, switch off TV, switch off everything, and we start praying. When you start, Nepal will take lights. Satan knows that you are about to get something. So you can leave and go and put on Jane. Ignore Jane. It's one night, you will not die. I'm already challenging some people. You are quick talking about people to be what you are going through. But you never do anything, I've just said now. 24 hours, 12 hours a day, 12 hours a night. If you don't know what to say again, the place will sit down there. One of our friends, I've told you before, by the time he was telling my friend the story, in the university where he was, he was living in a three-bedroom flat as a student and he finished first class. Poverty and life hit him. Everything was, he said it got so bad that if you line up seven of them and good things were coming, once it, by his tongue, they will stop. His friend started noticing. It got so bad that they left school one day and went for somebody's wedding. Rice finished. When it was just one person away from him in the party. And that friend said so that I should have sat before you. He said because we've seen this pattern in your life. The guy got off from that wedding. He didn't return back to the hostel in school. He went to the mountain. One mountain near there is where people used to pray. And he sat down the mountain for three days. He said, Lord, but you created me also now. What is this? He said he wept, he prayed, he prayed, he prayed. But he told you there was a spiritual stamina to start praying. He said when he came down from the mountain, he knew that it was not the guy that entered the mountain. He began a photography business in the school. He made so much money that he was living three bedrooms as a student. He said the sudden change. And this, all this happened in one year. It was the final year. And then he finished first class. He said, I destroyed that spirit once and for all on that mountain. He said, I sat down. I said, I'm not, what is the point of going down again? When the patterns of life. And he said, he sat down there. Three days. Winners refused to grow. Bishop called the staff. He heard the story for your sentiment three days. But he told the God, said, look, son. And he saw a black cloud over the church. No matter the publicity, the everything, they were just about 21 or so. And he said, address it. And then the they roll like carpet. And from that day, see what winners has become now. That was the only time he fasted for three days about winners. What is, what is food costing us? What is, only he has not done three days of winners again. One, 
Many of you listening to me, one move will change your life forever, but you are waiting. What are you waiting for? Some people, after this message, you are supposed to leave church now and go home. And the rest of today, you are not talking to anybody. But some people, you allow something to still distract you. What is it that you can push once and for all? Your children will benefit from it. No winners pass to any branch. Ask to do three days fasting again to grow the branch. One man broke it for them. God is so good that for your sake, what you obtain, your children and great can benefit from it without doing what you have done. Because once you win in the spirit, you have won. Any Christian without a fighting spirit. There are inheritances that God has given to you, but you must fight to take possession of it. He said, oh, king of Bashan. He said, I've given you his land. Deuteronomy chapter 2. He said, go and possess it. Begin to contend with him in battle. I have given you his land, but you need to fight to possess it. Allah, you've given us. Why are we fighting again? But he said, that's the method of the kingdom. Why is that? Didn't Jesus conquer Satan? Is he not still fighting us? In this world, it's a war zone. One day you wake up and realize that your resources there are for you to fight, not to consume. Yes. That's the battle fasting. And you are going to see that out all through the Bible. Once you see a pattern repeatedly. So I've told you about Jonah. I've told you about Esther. And once they all, I've told you about Paul. Once they all did, by the end of the third day, God did not wait for two months after, one month after, not even three weeks after. As they were ending the three days like this, something happened immediately. So who is delaying? Is it God or yourself? You just talk to God about the fact that you should be married. You just talk with, Lord, you know I should have been. And when you pray, you pray. And, but you have never taken a day. So let's solve this matter once and for all, Lord. I to deserve a good man or a good woman. Let's settle this matter. I know you created me to have one. So you know what? I'm locking my door. God gets excited when you do that. Satan gets scared. There is a latent power in your spirit. Let it rise. Stop wasting time. Time is running. Yes. How long will you continue to go back and open that shop and come back home? I was mature. Everything was just... And the same story every now and then. And you keep going. Why don't you enter that shop one day and lock it from inside? And said, I'm not going no more until tomorrow morning. I need to pray. Fire must come down this place today. I must know why things are not moving. When you do the revelation will come. You will win the battle once and for all. You will not understand how customer will almost suffocate you after that. Fight. Ah. Uh. I have to stop. I was going to talk about charity. Isaiah 58 verse 8. So shall your life break out of obscurity. He said if you give your food to the poor. In all these scriptures I'm showing you. It shows that God is waiting for man to do something. For him to now do something. So in other words. Look at. Let's start from verse, verse 6. Look at this. Start from verse 6. Is this not the fast that I've chosen? To lose the band of wickedness. To undo everybody. To let the oppressed go free and break every yoke. Next verse. To give your bread to the hungry. Bring the poor to your house. Those who are cast down. Those who are naked, cover them. Don't hide yourself from those who need your help. 
He said, look at the next verse. Then. Everybody say that word, then. In other words, I am the almighty. I have power to end your darkness. But I am standing. I will end it when you do something. If you take care of the poor, he said, then your own darkness comes to an end. That means my darkness is in my hand to prolong it or to end it. Is that true? This is the Bible. Why are people waiting? You can wait on God to know whether he sent you to Cameroon or to Canada. When it comes to divine purpose, yes. When it comes to welfare and all those things in life, many times it is us. We are just wasting time. Because we will not rise. Anatu told uh, Mordecai, he said, ah, nobody has gone before the king. I'm, you know that was what she said initially. That the king can kill anybody. You know, God will help us. Mordecai so. said, go and tell her. If you don't do anything right now, salvation will come to the Jew from someone else and you will perish. Then our sense woke up. That no, this is not time to say God will do something. It's time to do something. Prayer. Fasting. Charity. They will lead to the fourth one. And that is a counter. There are men whose words can change the season of your life. We have toiled all night with cord not. He just said, cast your nets. It just ended the season of droughts. And there are men, anybody walking in the spirit, he might have in his own life wilderness, but he can end your own wilderness if you are connected to him and you believe in him. That's about to say, believe the Lord thy God, so shall he be established, believe his prophet. So Elijah came to the woman and asked the girl, finally, he said she has no child. And he said that about this time next year, we shall have a son. Just end the barrenness like that with a sentence, a counter. When you do the first three, most likely either God reaches you directly or he brings a man that can speak a word to you and everything changes. Everything. Everything. I don't, I don't know when it was two weeks ago. I was listening to Apostle Michael Ropo. I was, you know, I was in America and I was free one day. So I just saw his major on YouTube. I said, this man has been a blessing to us. So let me listen to him. So I was listening. And he was talking about one of the friends. They got a label like as an apostle also. And he said that he just managed to introduce the guy to Bishop Edeko. He, he said he did the connection. Guy was in Bishop Edeko. just said that my son bless you. And the boy left Bishop Edeko's office. Before he got to where he was, somebody called and gave 15 million. The guy called Michael Rokola. It's like all his life, the guy had fasted and become like nothing was working. I always say, I will just tell you to Bishop. Just, I think he met him passing. How are you? Oh, you were doing something. Say, say, God bless you. He said, put his hand on his hand. He said, God bless you. May the Lord bless you. And he walked away. And the guy was coming. He said, two days after, somebody gave me some money. So he ran back to Oropo. Like, said, yeah, it's like that. That there are men, when they say you are blessed, a new season opens up. Yes. Because by a prophet, God brought Israel out of Egypt. By a prophet, Israel is sustained. Yes. It is true. It is true. Pastor, let me pray for one widow like that who had mails, letters that time, of her old late husband owing banks abroad. The banks wrote her. So they could not even travel, nothing. And then, of course, she couldn't pay. And then she was like, who wants to travel in the first place? She said, to affect her visa. She was just here. And Baba just prayed. But she, the woman said that she had, I don't know whether he said 2,000 left. And the boy said, no. He said, sir, I know the Bible. You don't need it. I need it. Take, sir. But the boy said, his hand was shaky. Now, what we pray is say that this woman is dying in poverty and I'm still collecting from her. Now, 
Say, okay, madam, you know what? I promise I will spend this money myself. Put it in his pocket and pray for the woman. In about one week, the bank wrote that they made a mistake, that they were owing the husband. They said they would not pay everything once, so they put our children, gave them position, brought them on scholarship to the country, and started paying them on a monthly basis. Yes. Somebody yesterday in church, she might not want me to, she's here now. Somebody here was still telling me yesterday, she's relocating also, and they, they take care for herself and her children. You won't believe the amount they pay. At the end of the day, the airline said that it was a mistake, but had no problem. You think God can't touch computer? When some people hear this thing, they think something just happened to a few people. Some people are exaggerating. When you have not seen the goodness of you, you will think others are exaggerating. Ah. Yet this realm is available to all. To all. The woman cried to all. Why are people holding on? The hand of God is upon you stretch, but you are not letting it do anything because you will not do anything. You will not fast. You will not sacrifice. You are quick to say that I do have. I do have. Yet you are left with 500 and that 500 can begin one day in your life. Yet you can just say no to food for one day. One day. And that one day will define your life. One day. You can switch off your phone for one day, even remove the battery. Just one day. Yeah, three hours after you're already looking at the phone again, who has sent you a message? And in all the messages you have received, there's no money inside. Some of them are even insulting you. Or what is the benefit of rushing to go and open a WhatsApp message? And all that is the message that, hi, share you are fine. No, I'm not fine. Let's open a message. You know, there are messages that will shake you. Have you received an alert that will shake you? The only time I've ever, only time I've ever attended Koinonia in Abuja, the only, I was in Abuja and uh, I just had to go. So that was the only time. And so when I sat there, I just about Natalia just walked in and sat beside me. So we started talking. I didn't the, the plan I should worship that day. So when Apostle called him out, Pastor Nat just said, ah, that God bless Apostle. Apostle said, man, he's a wonderful man. He said, one, they just called me from the blues and sent some money. He said, you know the kind of alert that when you see, you alerted. He said that his spirit revived when he saw the amount he sent. And he said, not to come and see, not for this one. So he just said, oh, Pastor Nathan, how are you doing? I want to send something to you. Yes. He has sent money to one of the fathers so that that one called me. That's why I need this number. No, there are seeds that you give. They will look for your number. So they come. I need to call. It's not covetousness. It is gratitude. Even though you are going to pray for the person, but there are some people when they give to a certain level, wisdom demands that you call them and pray for them. Yes. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Pay attention to these three things. Pay attention to these three things. And if you regularly service these three altars leading to the fourth one encounter, you are going to discover that it will look like there's no night season in your life. God will just be taken care of. You'll keep flying. When they see you in January, by the time they see you in June, you go to another level. It looks like there's no end to the wonder. You just keep ascending. 
and you keep ascending, and you keep ascending. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. There was a time. I don't know. I think it was last year. One of the days when I was traveling. Interestingly, it was inside the bedroom. I wanted to use my dad. I saw this pastor. He's one of the top fathers in Nigeria. It's not even the main geo, but one of the most ranked people in that ministry. He came to his himself, and then he was washing it down. I saw him. And we're both living so at the VIP lounge of British Airways also. Both going, going, um, no, Delta, sorry, Delta, going to America. We're both going to New York. I just put the dollars with me. I just really put it in an envelope and just shove it into his pocket. Just looked at me, smiled, and he said, God bless you. When I go to America, every friend, and I say this before God, listen to everyone I call to greet. Normally I call my, some of my friends in America, I'm not able to come to your state, so I'm here. Once I, hello, how are you doing? I said, ah, you are around. The next one, the world last is that. Is there someone around you who can receive money on your behalf? I did not ask anybody for money. I've been going to America for only God knows how many years for a long time. People don't ask me, you agree, then you just talk, catch up, and then exchange pleasantries. But that particular time, everybody, is there somebody around you? Now, the lady that was driving me around, <laughs> she said, ah, why don't you make me your PA, sir? <laughs> because she was the one she asked, you know, they, I think they, since then they called the account so that they can. And I, 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 so it was her account. Alerts were just coming in. Everyone. So she told me, said, Pastor, this is serious, so that everybody sending money. I said, just help me be withdrawing. <laughs> I'll put it in an envelope because it's not your money. <laughs> you know the funny, this is the interesting thing. As she was joking around it and everything, <laughs> her husband called her. I told her husband that she came to pick me. And the husband sent $2,000. The husband was in Nigeria. But he asked, they used to be together there before, but he came here, so the children are with her. The husband told her that, go to my account, told her, you have all my details, withdraw to, I said, give in. She was shocked. So she was looking at me as if I was saying that, my husband... <laughs> He's not giving money, he's giving you. I say, if you want to be Abraham, see, do the deeds of Abraham. I didn't say anything. I, I was just smiling. We're just, of course, she's a friend. We're just laughing about it. But when I was about a day to leave, then she woke up. So she too went to collect $500 and gave me. Of course, I collected. I said, it's like you are learning now. <laughs> now they will start calling you also. Let's rise. <laughs> you know, one time the Lord warned me that even as I'm blessing you, don't get comfortable that you cannot tear yourself and give again. So deliberately I do things to remind myself that forever is a faith walk. When you see a man or a ministry and they stalemate and stop, they are giving for they got to a point now there is excess. They are now living by that excess. No, we must continue to live by the grace of God. Do you hear what I've just said now? This all people also get to a point. They are prayed, they've experienced breakthrough. Now they are popular, they have stopped praying. That one is common with pastors. They cannot do extra prayer again. Men and brethren, those who are wise, they built this into their structure. 
that once in a while, whether something is wrong or nothing is wrong, you don't need anything, you don't have any problem, but you still cultivate the habit of one day you go away to go and pray the whole day. You are not waiting for darkness to catch up with you. Now you're broken through, there's nothing wrong, but you still maintain that culture that maybe once in every quarter, there must be a day that I pray the whole day, or I sit down alone, I don't talk to any man, just me and God, I worship all through. When you begin to build that into your system, not that, okay, there's a problem, that's where you pray, emergency approach, then God gives you a breakthrough, then you stop. Then you give, when you, once you hear this kind of message, now you approach it, you give an unusual giving, and definitely something will happen. But when something begins to happen, you relax again. Build a system, a system, a system, a system, a system. Build a system around charity, a system that regularly, what do I do? So that regularly the light is on me. A system. Do you hear what I've just said now? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. You will never enter me the way you entered April. If you experience blessing in April, it will multiply in May. If you add defeat and sorrow in April, it will be turned to joy in May. The Lord will make you smile. If there is anybody here under the sound of my voice shedding silent tears, things that keep you on your bed and you are tossing to and fro in sorrow, your sorrow is turned to joy today. May the healing balm of Jesus be poured into that aspect of your life. Where that pain is coming from, may the hand of God go there, remove the pain, and bring restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. Any door that is standing before you that has refused to open, they will open this month we are entering into. In the name of Jesus Christ. Anything intimidating you will not make it into June. Anything obstructing your progress, any problem that's a nightmare will expire with this month. In the name of Jesus Christ. Is someone blessed today? Give God praise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus... I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.